What up, everybody? Welcome to the Young Intelligence Podcast, Episode 2. I am Reek, voice of the youth, at R-E-K-E-9-6 on Instagram. DM me, email me, comment. Tell me what you think about this podcast, what topics you want to hear about, what music you want to hear. You need me to shout something out, I got you. Send your music if you an artist. I'm going to play it if it's hot. If it ain't hot, it ain't gonna rock. Thank you to everybody who listened to the first episode. Gave me feedback. Told me some shit that I should change up. You might see uh, that I used what you said. So thank you. And we just gonna, we gonna get started. So let's go, let's go. We ready? Uh, let me open up by saying Donald Trump won the popular vote. If you exclude all the Hillary Clinton voters. (laughs) I just had to open up with a alternative fact for (laughs) y'all. I think I just might name this podcast episode that. Alternative facts. (laughs) I like that. I like that. All right. So obviously we got to start somewhere. So let's start with let's start with Donald Trump. Let's start there. Uh, if you listen to the first episode, you know, uh, how I feel about this man, how I disagree with a lot of the stuff that he's trying to do to not just the United States, but the world, you know, what kind of message he's sending to the world. But, you know, a lot of y'all was saying, a lot of the people that supported him were saying like stuff like, oh, all the crazy stuff he said, all the crazy stuff he said on the campaign trail, he ain't really mean it. You know, he just said that he he didn't he didn't know how to express himself right. Well, it looked like he doing exactly what he said he was gonna do. Lately, all these executive orders he's doing, all this stuff he's signing already. He doing exactly what he said he was gonna do. So what's the excuse now? Huh? Let me just talk about a couple of things that he's been doing. Like this pipeline in Dakota. Y'all was out there protesting for a long time. He come into office and he just cancel all that. He say, fuck y'all. He said, fuck y'all. We doing this pipeline. He don't care about y'all. He don't care about y'all. They said he didn't know how to express himself right. He doing exactly what he said he was going to do. He signed an executive orders to cancel abortion funding. What? Who is this man to tell a woman what she can do with her body? Who is he to do that? That's just disgusting to me. He has he should have no control over what a woman chooses to do with her body. That is none of his business. Uh I might be getting a little my my voice might have been a little loud right there. I got a little angry. 
We gonna calm it down. We gonna calm it down. We gonna try keep it nice and calm. Um, let's talk about some more stuff that he's actually going through with. Let's talk about this wall and this deportation. He's saying that he's building a wall very soon. He's deporting y'all. He's deporting y'all. Don't forget what he thinks of y'all. He said all Mexicans are rapists and criminals. They don't matter. Huh? Is is this the president? I think it is. Y'all said he was just he didn't know how to express himself, right? He doesn't he doesn't mean all the stuff he said. He didn't mean all that crazy stuff he said. Right? Is that right? Just wanted to make sure. America is a place for everybody. It doesn't matter where you're from. Even if you're here illegally, there should be a process in the government that's going to pick out the people that have bad intentions for being here and kick them out. Because that makes sense. I agree with that. But for someone who's just looking for a, a better future for their families and better opportunities for their kids and themselves... Why should we kick them out? Why should we kick them out? We all came from we all came from somewhere. Huh? Does that make sense to y'all? We all came from somewhere. Let's let's go into another thing that he's doing. He's cutting funding to cities that aren't reporting these illegal immigrants. He doesn't want y'all here. He doesn't want y'all here. He thinks y'all all criminals. He don't think any illegal immigrants got good intentions. <sighs> My problem with this is you never know who this so-called illegal immigrant could turn out being. This could be the next Steve Jobs. It could be the next Kanye West. It could be the next Bloomberg. It could be the next Barack Obama. It could be the next Mark Cuban. I could go on, but you get the point. You get the point. He's talking to car companies, telling them to manufacture in America, create jobs for these, these people that don't have jobs otherwise. But my question is, is working for a car a car factory really a good job in 2017? Is that where the world is going? Is that where the world is going? I don't think so. I don't know if that's a good job in 2017. These people need to be learning technology because that's where the world is going. Try and tell me in five years that robots aren't going to be building cars. Why would they need a human in the factory? That make no sense. All right. That make no sense. Y'all feel me? Y'all understand what I'm talking about? He's getting rid of these safety laws, these safety requirements for cars so these companies have a have a better desire to stay. He doesn't care about pollution. He doesn't care. He he doesn't think the environment is important. He doesn't think global warming is real. 
Don't y'all remember? The man tweeted out, global warming is a hoax created by the Chinese. He doesn't think it's real. I'm just, I'm just talking facts right now. These are just facts. Tell me something I've said that's not true. I'll wait. You know, the man is renegotiating NAFTA. Which this is a, a little bit more personal to me because I'm here on a NAFTA visa, but you know I'm not really I'm not really too worried about that because my dad is a a PhD and I really do not believe that they would kick a respected scientist and his son out of the country. So I'm not really worried about that. But for the people that aren't as fortunate to be in my situation, this could this could mean that they getting kicked out, kicked out of the country, back to Canada, where they tax the fuck out of you. Ain't nobody rich in Canada, trust me. I've been there, I grew up there. Toronto, stand up, but ain't nobody rich in Canada. They gonna tax the fuck out of you. Everybody middle class or broke. Those are the only two options. You know, I feel like... I feel like I've said a lot right now. I feel like i said a lot, you know? I just... I just feel like... This is only in like three days that this man has done all this stuff. So what's it gonna be three days from now? Huh? You know, somebody need to write a book called How to Destroy America in a Hundred Days Biography of Donald Trump Cause that's what it's looking like right now That's what it's looking like I have no faith in this man You know, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest, you know when he first got into office, let's say the inauguration, you know, I was a little optimistic. I was like, nah, maybe he ain't mean all that stuff, you know. Maybe, maybe you know, the the Senate, you know, all them people, they can they can tame him down. He ain't going he ain't gonna have all the power to, you know, just do whatever. Well, I was wrong. I was wrong. He doing exactly what the fuck he said he was gonna do. All of it. Three days already, and he doing all of it. So I just feel like, I just feel like it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, this man is doing all this stuff so quickly. So quickly. It makes sense, though, because he probably going to get impeached soon. He got to get it out of the way. He want all this shit started before he get impeached. All this dumbass fucking executive orders get the fuck out of here my nigga get the fuck out of here we supposed to be bringing people together and all you doing is negative stuff that ain't gonna bring nobody together you know I'm saying a lot of stuff might I remind y'all I'm only 20 years old you know I'm only 20 years old you know, I feel like I'm 20 with a 30-year-old in mind state, you know. But, you know, that's why I'm the voice of the youth. Somebody got to get on the mic 
on a platform and talk that real shit and speak for the youth. That's what I got to do. You know, fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump, bruh. These people everywhere, everywhere I look, I see my brothers, I see my sisters. But this man don't want me to see it like that. He want me to not give people the benefit of the doubt. He don't want me to look at you like my friend. He don't want me to give you a chance. You an illegal immigrant. You got a turban on. He want me to think, oh, that's a criminal. I got to stay away. I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. I don't care if Donald Trump is the president of whatever. I don't give a fuck. That's just not how I operate. You know? But that's how he operates. And he's the president. So how y'all let this happen? How y'all let this happen, bruh? You know, I have to go back to the election night. Let's talk, actually, let let me go back to the election morning. Those emotions were crazy, you know? I live in Alabama. I go to school in Alabama. So, Alabama, obviously, was everybody voted for Trump, basically. So, I found myself on the way to school, you know, looking around at people in their cars and thinking... Oh, this man voted for Trump. Oh, they probably voted for Trump. Oh, they probably don't like me very much. They probably don't want me on this road. They don't want me being here. You know, but that's what Donald Trump did. That was wrong of me. That was wrong of me to think like that, but that's what Donald Trump does. That's what he wants me to do. But I ain't going to do it. He ain't going to change me. I'm going to get through this four years if he even lasts that long. I feel like I started this show off very emotional, but, you know, let's get into some music. Let's kind of lighten the mood. Actually, let's, let me get a song out for, for this occasion, for this, for this mood. Let me, let me play this song here. I just got to ask y'all, is this man a friend or a foe? Cause he looked like a foe to me. He really looked like a foe to me. And if he's your friend, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast right now. Aye? Let's go. Friend of foe, yo, state your biz. Mmm, you tittin' though? Eh, there it is. Me, I run the show. Oh, and these kids don't like nobody coming around here fucking with they dope and shit. You went to prison though, and I like it. But fuck with the big dog, Joe. I gotta bite you. Look, it's out of my hands. And you getting money around here is not in the plans. Don't hop your ass out of that van, head back to Kansas. I'm sending niggas back up in campuses. Chances slimming in that chicken Calvin Klein pants. Let me guess. They said it was money around here. And the rest is me stopping you from getting it, correct? Sorry to hear that. My guess is you got work at the hotel. I take care of that. You'll soon see. Now please, give me the room key. You twitch it. Don't do that. You're making me nervous. My crew, well, they do pack. Them dudes is murderers. So please, would you put your hand back in sight? They don't like to see me nervous. You can understand that, right? You draw, better be Picasso. You know the best. Cause if this is not so, eh, God bless. 
You leave me no choice, I leave you no voice Believe you me son, I hate to do it just as bad as you hate to see it done Now calm your boys, cause I'm finding a little hard to concentrate with all the noise Get the point? I'll let you go Before you leave, I guess I ought to let you know I need those keys and I promise you never, no matter the weather Ever, 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 ever come around here no more Jay-Z <laughs> Friend of foe Reasonable doubt 96 my birth year boy my motherfucking birth year 20 years old 20 years young boy christmas baby <laughs> i'm a gift boy that mean i'm a gift i donald trump you better never no matter the weather ever 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 come around here no more <laughs> Uh, that's just how I feel. I right. let's get into let's get into some more some more fun, lighthearted stuff. Because that first segment, that as y'all could tell, I feel a way about that because that ain't that's not how I look at the world. He trying to make me do stuff, trying to make me look at stuff the way that I have never looked at stuff, you know? Uh first of all, shout out to people that Hit me up after hearing the first podcast, you know, told me, told me some stuff that they want to hear me talk about. Some suggestions on how I should operate the podcast. I really appreciate that because this podcast is for y'all. I enjoy making it, but it's for y'all at the end of the day. You know, I listened to the last podcast once and I noticed that I said my Instagram wrong twice, you know. I don't know what I was thinking. I guess I was just thinking about some other shit or something. So let me get it right this time. R-E-K-E-9-6. At R-E-K-E-9-6. Hit me up. Hi. This next topic we're going to get into. Someone suggested I should talk about it. Love. People asking me, you know, how I feel about love, how I feel about women. Obviously, this is a this is gonna be a little fun for me. You know, I like to talk about this kind of stuff because I I love women, bruh. Like I said before, not in no creepy way. I just love women, bruh. Alright, let me start. Uh, where to start? Where do I start here? Um, you know. I don't want to brag or nothing, but I'm a good-looking motherfucker, so. <laughs> so, uh, growing up, I definitely had uh, a lot of experience with girls. So, you know, by experience, I mean, I was, I had a lot of girlfriends. <laughs> There's no other way to say that. I I had a lot of girlfriends growing up, you know, probably more than most people my age. So, you know... That's a good thing, but the way I feel about that now is that, you know, I've been, I've, I've seen a lot, you know, I've probably seen what most people see in 30 years and 20 years, you know, <laughs> I've seen it all pretty quickly, you know, so by that, I feel like, you know, I'm probably going to get married young, you know, because I've been through all, I've been through it all, you know, I've seen it all, you know, I feel like I'm, by the time I'm, you know, 25, 26, 27, 28, 
around there. I feel like I'm going to be married by then. Maybe even younger than that. Who who knows, bro? <laughs> who knows what's going to come up? But I feel like, you know, I at that stage, I'll be ready to share my life with somebody. You know, give my everything to somebody. Have somebody give their everything to me and trust me and love me and I love them, you know. I feel like I'd be ready for that. I feel like I'm ready for that right now, but I know getting married at 19, that ain't that ain't going to fly with my family and stuff. But, and, I mean, sorry, not 19, 20. I still feel like I'm 19, bro. I just turned 20 uh, in December, December 25th. I said 19, bro. I feel like getting married at 20, let me get that right, getting married at 20 is a little too young. So, you know, that's how I feel about that. Uh, You know, I was an only, well, I am an only child. So, you know, I ain't had no brothers or sisters, so that's what that means. If anybody didn't know already, you should know. (laughs) This is the Young Intelligence Podcast. You should know that. (laughs) Um, Uh... So I was an only child, so, you know, I feel like because of that, I feel like I want a big family. Like, I want to have, like, three, four kids, something like that. Maybe even more. Nah, probably not more than four. Probably not more than four. Four, I feel like that's a lot. Three, three. Three's probably a good number. So I would say three is probably the amount of kids that I'd be looking at having. You know, and, you know, they asked me, someone asked me to describe my perfect girl. <laughs> oh, man, describe my perfect girl. Um, um, my perfect girl. Uh, let me think about this. Um, she has to be intelligent. <laughs> Let's get that out of the way. She has to be intelligent. She has to be very loving, you know. She has to be very caring for others, you know. She has to be funny. I like a girl that can make me laugh, you know. Um, I have to enjoy being around her, obviously. You know, everybody gets in fights and stuff, but for the most part, I have to enjoy being around her, you know, and... I ain't even gonna lie to y'all. I know I just said a bunch of personality stuff, but I ain't even gonna lie. She gotta be beautiful, bruh. I gotta be physically attracted to this girl. And she gotta have all those all those mental and personality traits that I said. And probably some more too. <laughs> I feel like I'm making some crazy list that nobody can live up to. <laughs> but uh yeah, she gotta be beautiful too. You know, uh, somebody like Tanache, you know, that's my baby, bro. <laughs> you know, Tanache, bro, that's my baby. You know, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta be an artist, or you ain't gotta be famous. Just, just be like Tanache, and I love you. <laughs> you know, I love Tanache. Uh, why do I love Tanache? Why do I love Tanache? She just because she great bruh she beautiful uh she's strong she powerful she's independent she makes great music i love her music um 
And she just got swag, bro. <laughs> she got swag. I like a girl that can, you know, throw some Jordans on, uh, you know, put on, put on a nice basketball jersey, you know, and then and then st- and a nice snapback too, and and go around like that. I like a girl that can rock like that, you know. Uh, I feel like I said a lot about love right there. Y'all might want me to get more into that in future episodes, but this just episode two, so, you know, we just getting started, you know, I feel like that's a good, that's a good place to stop with the love talk, but, uh, let's get into a record real quick, and then I'm gonna come back, you know, somebody told me to talk about the younger generation, you know, talk about what, what I think about my peers, and you know, the people that I see beside me coming up that are going to be running the world real soon. How I feel about it. How I feel that we are, you know. And we gonna get we going to get to that on the other side of this track. And, you know, we going we gonna to play this track right here. It's by my baby. My baby. Tinashe, bruh. I just need some company, company. Company, company, company. I 
company by my baby, my future wife, Tinashe. Her dad's from South Africa, just like mine. Feel like we got some stuff in common. We both light skin. We both pretty. <laughs> we both think good. We both intelligent. <laughs> Uh, let me stop fantasizing uh, Let's get into this next segment right here Let's talk about the younger generation My friends You know My younger brothers I don't mean like I got actual younger brothers I mean younger people that I know Live in my neighborhood and stuff Um, You know let me break this down into Into categories uh, I'm gonna start with I'm going to start with the good things that I think about it. Let's start with the good. And then I'm going to go into what I feel the negative things, you know, what we do bad, you know, what I don't like about the younger generation. Besides Lil Yachty and Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> Fuck them niggas, bro. I ain't never going to play that shit, bro. <laughs> don't ask me to play that shit. I ain't with all that bullshit, bro. <laughs> I ain't with it. Um. What's good about the younger generation? Hmm. Um, I feel like we're all, well, the most of us are very ambitious. That's a good thing. You know, it's rare that I talk to a young person these days that doesn't have big dreams. You know, it's rare. I mean, it's rare. That I talk to, you know, somebody younger than me or somebody my age, 20. And I don't hear about how they want to do some crazy amazing that you may think is impossible. But, you know, they tell you that they're all in, you know, there's nothing that can stop them. And I like that. You know, I like when people have dreams, goals in life, and feel like they can accomplish them, no matter how crazy it is. Every crazy dream sounds real crazy until it becomes reality. You know? And that's some real shit. You could quote that. That sounded that sound real good. That's a good quote. Uh, uh, what else do I think we're good at? Obviously, we're good with technology. You know... Um, we're real good, but that's kind of a good and bad thing, you know, uh, that goes back to, you know, people not being, you know, social enough, you know, people, people on these social media stuff all the time, you know, and that's a bad thing. And what's good about that? What's good about us being good with technology? Um, the good thing, uh, <laughs> Shit, it's just good that we're developing, you know, new technology, I would say. You know, technology is what's taking over the world. That's where the world is going, you know. And for us to be good with technology, we're only going to get better. And that that means that the technology is going to get better. And, you know, people are going to be able to do some amazing things with technology, you know, like cure cancer. You know, stop people from being obese, you know, make people's hearts better, you know, so they don't have strokes, 
heart attacks, you know. But you can't rely on technology being there for that. You got to you got to exercise, you know, you got to be in shape. You know, you got to care for yourself, you know. But that's that's a subject for some a later episode maybe. Um but you know, I feel like technology killed the music business too, which is something I don't like about it, you know. These young kids all and I'm I'm a, I'm a culprit of it too. I ain't even going to front on y'all. You know, we get our music off you know, these illegal places, you know, is normal. That's our iTunes, Pirate Bay. That's our iTunes, bro. <laughs> these niggas don't even got iTunes accounts. <laughs> They don't got no iTunes account, bro. We just go on Pirate Bay, type in some album or something we want. There we go. Five minutes later, we got about 10 albums. You know, we might have every album we like from that year, bro. <laughs> it's, and, that, and that's a bad thing, you know. You know, in the future, I see myself making music. So that's a bad thing, you know. And music, we, we'll get into that later. We'll talk about what I plan to do with music later, but, um, you know, that's a bad thing, you know, artists put out, they put out great music, you know, they put a lot of work into their music, you know, long hours, and they deserve to be rewarded, you know, I remember the first time that I legally bought a CD, it was Pusha T, my name is my name, I remember I had illegally downloaded it. And bruh, it was it was so good. I was playing that shit so much that there was no way. There was no way I was not gonna pay Pusha T, bruh. <laughs> I owed that nigga money. I felt like I owed that nigga after after listening to that shit. <laughs> I felt like I owed him, you know? And that's another thing, you know, CDs, ain't nobody got CDs no more, and I don't like that, bruh. Having a physical copy of a musical project, that's co- that's cool to me, you know? That's real cool to me. That's like a souvenir, bruh. That's just like, you could pull that out later on and say, oh, remember this? Remember that? <laughs> you know, you could be with your friends and say that. You know, you can't pull up your old Pirate Bay account or your old, or your old phone or your old iPod or some shit, you know? And say, oh, remember this? That It's not the same effect, bruh. Physical copies of albums need to come back. You know, I don't know if they ever will. You know, it might not even be a CD. It might be some little chip or something they start to sell. But there needs to be some kind of physical copy that's out here popping, bruh. You know, people only using them in cars, you know, I guess. I guess that makes sense, you know, because ain't nobody putting CDs in no stereos anymore, really. So I guess that makes sense. But uh, let's get back to these. What I was saying about this. uh, My younger generation here, my brothers, you know, my sisters, how I what I see going on. Um, What's another good thing I see about the younger generation? Um. Uh, we're definitely not racist. <laughs> we're definitely not racist. Uh, you know, we all get along. It don't matter where you from, bruh. Everybody, no, nobody even look at nobody like, oh, he's this. Oh, he's from there. Oh, he, this is his religion. Oh, 
she she does this oh she's from here nobody even looks at it like that anymore i know they probably did back in the day but nobody even looks at it like that anymore you know i don't even see color anymore to be honest i do but you know i could tell someone's personality you know and that's what i judge you off of i don't judge you off of oh that's someone asian oh that's a white guy oh he's from africa oh he's latino i don't do that you know that's what donald trump want me to do (laughs) but i ain't gonna do it that's just not in my dna i'm from toronto canada and if you don't already know this toronto canada it's people from everywhere i'm talking about everywhere that's what's great about toronto you know it's very diverse you know it's people from africa people from europe serbia italy i know i'm naming i'm naming countries in europe right now don't think i'm stupid thinking these these are some continents nah i'm naming countries in europe right now and you know obviously the islands you know we got people from jamaica we got people from barbados we got people from the dominican we got people from the Caribbean, you know, I'm getting on my little island swag right now thinking about that, you know. We got Caravana in the summers, you know. Everybody from the islands, uh, everybody that's from the islands in the city come out to Caravana and we just have a good time, you know. And not even people from the islands, it's people from everywhere that come out to Caravana, you know. That's what it turned out to, that's what it turned into, rather. You know, it used to be just, oh, Caribbean people come out but nah it ain't that anymore it's everybody everybody caught that vibe you know now it's a it's just a celebration and this it's the main event of our summer in toronto everybody every background come out carabana we gonna have a good time we gonna turn up and let's just live you know and another thing you know if you look back not to go back keep going back to this political stuff but you know, millennials, millennials all voted for Hillary, basically. If you look at the map of the the country, it was almost all blue. I don't know if y'all have seen that image, but if you haven't, look it up. Who millennials voted for? It'll probably show up there. Who millennials voted for map, actually. Then go in images, you'll see it. And you'll see that it's almost all blue, except for like four states. I can't I can't remember what those four states are, but we need to talk to them people. What's wrong with y'all? But uh, it was all blue except for four states, which shows that there's a lot of hope. You know, millennials are thinking straight. Millennials know where this country needs to go, and that makes me very happy because. I'm a millennial. I'm 20 years old. Like I've said very too many times probably this episode. Uh but you know, it just it's just really good. Um I feel like I said a lot of a lot of good things already. So, let's get to some negative things. Not to be negative, but I'm gonna just be real. I'm gonna be real with y'all what what I think we doing wrong. Um what's bad? Um well, let's just start with something simple. Uh, we don't read anymore. That's a bad thing, you know. I Like, 
ask anybody under 20 or 20 when when was the last time they read a book and i guarantee they'll say oh for this high school class or something they they don't read on their free time anymore you know they'll read somebody's instagram status or their or their tweet you know but they don't read the stuff they supposed to like they ain't reading these books anymore you know i read a little bit i don't read enough you know i definitely read a little bit but i don't read enough i i can say that very well you know i'm reading a book called raising kanye right now if you listen to the first episode you know that and you know yeah i should be reading more you know that's probably the first book i've read in like the last year but uh let's keep it going um what's another bad thing um we're not we're not um we're not social enough yeah let's go with that we're not social enough um a lot of people my age they have very poor conversation skills you know they can't keep a conversation going like to be honest, I can't remember the last time, you know, I had a intelligent, long conversation that was deep with somebody my age. You know, it's rare. It happens. Don't get me wrong. It happens sometimes, but it's rare, you know. A lot of times if I'm going to have a deep, intelligent conversation, it's going to be with someone older than me and I feel like that that's a problem you know and that's probably partly because of social media again that's the era we in people just you know comment on a picture and let's get out of here you know <laughs> like someone's status on Facebook get out of here retweet somebody get out of there you know it ain't no back and forth no more and I can't blame them for not having good conversation skills because of that it makes sense, you know? It makes sense. Um and you know, this leads to something that you know, most guys say, "Oh, that girl stuck up." You know, "Oh, that girl stuck up." She oh, she's on doing her own thing. Nah, but that's based that's because of y'all, you know? Let me explain, you know? Um I feel like a lot of these good girls that have their guard up, you know, and you call stuck up, you know, it's because they're used to being around a lot of y'all young dummies that always be acting stupid around her all the time. So don't be calling, I mean, don't be calling no girl stuck up, you know, because that, that ain't right, you know, she ain't stuck up. In the rare case, she may be, but it's because y'all acting like dummies. Y'all being stupid around her. You know, going up to her being... I, I can get, like, going up to her and being intelligent, you know, saying some saying some good shit, but going up to her with some corny pickup line about how thick she is or some bullshit like that, nah, that ain't, that ain't always gonna work for everybody, you know? That's stupid, you know? That ain't how it gonna start, you know? You ain't gonna get no girls like that. 
and you ruining her for everybody else, bruh. She ain't stuck up, bruh. You just a dummy. <laughs> um, what's another bad thing? <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of us we don't care about education, and that's not not that we don't realize that it's important. Is we don't care, you know. I'm in university right now, Alabama A&M University. And, you know, I see a lot of my peers, you know. It seems like they just be sleeping in class, you know. They just be bored out of their minds, you know. They just there for the greatest. Like, they don't care, you know. I could tell you some crazy stories about my school, you know. People smoking blunts in class and some shit like that but we can get into that later but that actually happened bro the teacher did not know i don't know how but um yeah i feel like we we don't care about education the right way and you know uh, that leads to well that doesn't lead to but i feel like a lot of us um we just want to be famous and that's that's not how you look at life, let's say. That's not how you're supposed to look at life, you know. Life is about more than fame, you know. Um, J. Cole says that all the time, you know. He said that a lot on Forest Hills Drive, you know. He was talking about how he was, he got all the fame, you know. But he realized that love was all that matters and that's some real shit it don't matter how famous you get you know it don't matter that you could go outside in your ferrari and you know think you fly you know you could walk into some crazy fashion show and sit in the front row and think oh you the shit you know what is that if you ain't got nobody you know you ain't got no love you know that's all that stuff is cool don't get me wrong you know walking around in you know a thousand dollars t-shirts bro all that shit is cool but that ain't that ain't what gonna bring you happiness bro do you want to be happy or do you want to be famous would you sell your soul for fame focus on what's important you know you know um what's another bad thing uh i feel like um this might go with the last point, but um, I feel like we, a lot of us want success without working for it. Let that sink in. A lot of us want success without working for it. You know, we just think it's just going to come overnight. You know? We think you don't have to put any work in at all, you know? We think, oh, we just gonna, we just gonna sing this song. We gonna sing real good. We gonna put it on YouTube and we gonna be Beyonce tomorrow. You know, that's, that's a, that's the wrong mind state. You know, it might work sometimes. It worked for, it worked for some people, you know, some people with their overnight success, but it's rare. It's rare. You know? The chances of that happening are the same chances of you winning the lottery, you know? Don't play your life like a lottery. <laughs> That's a drop, bro. That was a good quote. Don't play your life like a lottery. 
You know, you got to put that work in, you know. Let me give you an example. You know, Michael Jordan was the greatest basketball player of all time and is. He was in his prime and he was still working every day in the gym, even though he was way better than everybody else. He was in the gym working every single day for long hours. He was the hardest working player in the NBA when he was the best. You know, he could have sat back. He could have went to the club every night, you know. He could have been in Vegas, you know, doing his thing, doing whatever. But he still worked. And he would have been the best player still, even if he didn't work. But he still worked. You have to work for success. Success just doesn't come to you. It just doesn't come to you. You have to work for it. And I ain't trying to preach to y'all. I'm just being fucking real with y'all. It's the fucking truth. You have to work for fucking success. It doesn't just come. You know, um... I feel like I feel like I said a lot about the bad stuff just then. You know, um Yeah, uh let's let's do this. Um let me talk about let me talk about UFC for a quick second, you know, cuz I'm a big UFC fan. So, let me quickly talk about UFC for like 2 minutes real quick. Uh let's just get a UFC topic going here. Um Conor McGregor, obviously the biggest star in the UFC. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about who's my favorite in the UFC. Um, I like Nate Diaz, and I like Habib Nurmagomedov. Now, I think, I think Conor McGregor is great. I enjoy watching him. But I feel like he's got some opponents that were quite easy for him like they were bad matchups like just his last fight Eddie Alvarez really if you watch that fight you know that was not I guess because Eddie was the champion it was that's why they did it but that was not a good matchup you know um I feel like he doesn't want to see Habib Nurmagomedov or Nate Diaz again you know I feel like Nate Diaz won that second fight with Conor McGregor. If you watched it, I feel like Nate Diaz won that. I know Conor dropped him a couple times, but if you watch the whole fight, Nate Diaz gave him the business. You know, he was boxing him up. You know, Conor didn't want no parts of the ground game with him. You know, Conor got tired. Nate started... Hitting him with some one-twos. Connor started running around the cage. Running from Nate the whole fight. You know. He was running a lot of that fight. I don't get how you could win a fight if you're if you're having to run away from your opponent a lot. You know. I like Nate Diaz because he don't give a fuck. If you watch his press conferences. He does not give a fuck. You know. 
he throwing water bottles at people, <laughs> giving people bad looks, you know, I like that shit, I like that, that not giving a fuck and being, and being good and being competitive, you know, uh, let me talk about Khabib real quick, Habib, Habib Nurmagomedov, undefeated, 23-0, 24-0 maybe actually, 24-0, uh, that boy is a monster, bruh, he grew up, if you haven't seen it, look up Habib Nurmagomedov fights Grizzly Bear. He f- he grew up fighting Grizzly Bears, bruh. That man has been f- wrestling Grizzly Bears since daycare. You know, they said, oh, we're going to go on a recess break. This guy goes out, start- <laughs> I mean, he goes outside and starts wrestling Grizzly Bears. You know, <laughs> like, bruh, he's undefeated, bruh. Connor does not want to see him. Connor cannot fight with him. Like, if if Nurmagomedov, we all know Nurmagomedov is the best wrestler in the UFC. If Nurmagomedov gets a hold of Conor McGregor, which is very, very likely to happen, it's over. Like, what is Conor going to do, you know? Conor has okay jiu-jitsu, but you know, um, you know Nurmagomedov is that next level. And that's not good for Conor, you know? Conor is going to really struggle against someone like that, you know? Um... I feel like I feel like that's that's good enough. That's a little UFC talk for y'all. Um if y'all wanna hear more of that, just let me know. Instagram at R E K E nine six. My email is in the contact at the top there. Y'all should see that. Y'all could hit me up there, y'all could comment, y'all could DM. You know, um I think that's where we're gonna end it. Um yeah. Um, let's do a little housekeeping and then let's get into, we gonna ride out with the record real quick. Um, first of all, thank you guys for fucking listening. You know, I love y'all. I got a lot of support for that first episode. I hope, I hope y'all like this episode. Um, like I said before, y'all could comment, DM me, email me. Tell me what you think about the podcast. You know, give me your opinions on topics. I want to hear what y'all think about this shit I'm talking about. You know? Tell me tell me what kind of topics you want to hear. You know, if I haven't discussed something that, sh- that y'all want to hear, just let me know. You know, if you an artist, just send me, send me your music. If it's hot, I'll play it. If it ain't hot, it ain't gonna rock. <laughs> That's my new phrase. <laughs> Um, if you need me to shout something out, you know, you got a product or some, or even anything really don't, it don't gotta be a product, bruh. Um, if it's good, you know, just hit me up and I'll shout it out, you know? Um, yeah, uh, at R-E-K-E-9-6 on Instagram, comment, DM, email, check out the next episode. We gonna ride out to this, you know? Chance the Rapper. Are you ready for your blessing? Fuck Donald Trump. I 
I speak of promised land, soil as soft as mama's hands, running water, standing still, endless fields of daffodils and chamomile, rice under black beans, walked in the apple with cracked screens and told prophetic stories of freedom, found warmth in a black queen for when I get cold like Nat King, I'm doing the dad thing. I speak of wondrous, unfamiliar lessons from childhood, make you remember how to smile good. I'm pre-currency, post-language, anti-label, pro-famous, I'm Broadway Joe Namath, Kanye's best prodigy. He ain't signed me, but he proud of me. I got some ideas that you gotta see. Make a vid with Shorty and they ship it like the Odyssey. They never seen a rapper practice modesty. I never practice, I only perform. I don't even warn, I don't eat it warm, I won't be reborn. I speak to God in public, I speak to God in public. He keep my rhymes in couplets, he think the new shit jam. I think we mutual fans. I used to dance to Michael. I used to dance in high school. I used to pass out music. I still pass out music. The people's chant must be everything the people can't be. I'm getting artsy fartsy, house full of some Hebrew Brantleys. You must have missed the come up. I must be all I can be. Call me Mr. Mufasa. I had to master stampedes. I made it through, made it through, made it through. And everything I gave to you, I gave to you. Gave you, you got it, you got it, you got it. It's coming. Coming, coming, coming. So are you ready?